0: Hello and welcome to the Alcohol Recovery Show, where we discuss practical, actionable steps for anyone who wants to achieve their dream of getting and staying well, happy and free from any form of alcohol dependence. In this episode, I discuss the links between binge eating and the misuse of alcohol. I talk about how many of the underlying causes are the same and I point out how some of the behaviours around food and alcohol are also very similar. Even if you feel that you do not have issues with food, please keep listening. Many people who stop drinking find that other issues pop up. Sometimes this is described as peeling back the layers of the onion. We sort out one issue and then something else rears its head. Anyone who has struggled with binge eating is familiar with the soul-destroying compulsion to eat and eat without being able to stop. Once that first cookie or slice of cake or chocolate is tasted, the brakes are off and it's a rapid ride down into a pit of physical discomfort and emotional and mental anguish. Despite your most sincere resolve to stop, you just can't help yourself. It might feel like some powerful force has taken over, compelling you to push more and more food into your mouth. You seek comfort, nurturing and a balm to soothe the empty ache in the pit of your stomach. The food might work for a while, but once that numbed out feeling goes, reality comes crashing in even harder. You might overeat because that is what you've always done. Perhaps you come from a family of large overeaters. Helpings at the family table were always generous. Your mum expresses her love through massive servings of all your favourite treats. As you grew up, you realised that not only were the dinner helpings on the large side, but you were too, and you follow the methods touted by the magazines and celebrities to lose those unwanted pounds fast. You diet. You restrict food and feel tired and irritable. There's a deep ache in the soul that can only be filled by food. You want to be slim, but you also want to feel loved, nurtured and fulfilled. This pull between the desire to look a certain way and to feel a certain way can go on for years. It's a struggle between desire and restriction. You might conclude that you just have to apply willpower to the problem. If you could just find the right diet or the right person to motivate you, you would stick to the diet and stop binging on food. But of course, it's more than a willpower problem. A certain diet might work for a while, but that desire for love in the form of food comes crashing in, especially when the going gets tough and you are back on the same seesaw. Restriction versus desire. Famine and feast up and down, round and round. It truly is crazy-making. Many drinkers follow this pattern too. Perhaps they come from a background in which heavy drinking was endemic. When times were tough, they drank. When there was a celebration, the booze appeared in copious amounts. Perhaps a hot toddy of brandy was a cure for a cold, a sickly stomach or insomnia. Boozy parties brought on feelings of camaraderie and bonhomie. Perhaps it's only in later life that you've recognised that not everyone drinks as you or your family do. You try to stop and to your horror, frustration and self-disgust, you can't stop. You restrict the booze. You tell yourself you can drink moderately, but the one or two drinks you've promised yourself turn into a bottle or two and you're back on the same roller coaster: The highs, the lows, the feeling of being out of control, You are sick and tired of whooping it up and crashing back down. You decide you have a willpower problem. Sounds familiar? Your binge eating might numb feelings of trauma or shame. You eat and eat until you reach a trance-like state. You keep on eating, not even tasting the food anymore. You eat and eat until you feel nothing except an overstretched stomach and a feeling of nausea. The drinker will drink and drink until the feelings of pain are deadened. They will stop when all the drink is gone or they pass out. When they come to, they feel physically uncomfortable and nauseous. But the drinker will do it again and again. Perhaps they just need more willpower. We all need to feel loved and fulfilled. This is a basic human need. We want to feel protected and cared for. When life presents us with challenges, we desire comfort and seek out ways to soothe ourselves. If we've been taught how to do this by our early caregivers, we will turn to more healthy pursuits to provide the sense of comfort we crave. However, if we've grown up in an environment in which we were not taken care of or we saw overeating or heavy drinking used as a strategy to get through life, only natural we will turn to food or alcohol in the same way. When you feel a lack, whether that lack is a lack of love, attention or recognition, you will turn to a substance to soothe yourself. You might overindulge in food or drink or both. You learn that this might work for a short while. The food and drink numb the pain and give you a sense of comfort. However, you are also aware that using these substances in this way carries a hefty price tag. For many heavy drinkers, binge eating occurs when they're in blackout. This happened to Nancy, a woman I worked with who struggled with overeating and issues around alcohol. She shared this recollection with me. Some years ago, when I was in my early 20s, I got invited out by a friend. Who was living in university accommodation. She assured me I could stay over at her room after our night out rather than have the expense of a taxi back home to my home in the countryside. The crowd were all fast drinkers and I was happy to keep up with them and some more. I have no memory of getting back to the house they shared near the university campus, but I do have a vague memory of helping myself to the contents of the fridge. The next morning, I saw the evidence of my blackout binge. There were food wrappers littered all over the kitchen table and the fridge had been emptied by me. I was never invited out by that group of friends again. This pattern continued for years. I would be very disciplined around food when I was sober, but when I drank to blackout, which was habitual, I would binge eat with little or no memory of it. The impact of this showed up in unwanted weight gain and distressing feelings of shame around my lack of control with both food and drink. Nancy's story highlights many of the issues blackout binge eaters face, the self-disgust, social embarrassment, unwanted pines, and a feeling of being out of control. Less dramatically, drinkers might talk about the drunk munchies, the compulsion to eat after alcohol has been consumed. Of course, alcohol is an appetite stimulant, so even moderate drinkers will have more of an edge on their desire for food. That's why fancy restaurants and parties serve aperitifs. But when alcohol is being consumed to excess, the munchies are more than just sharper appetite. The drunk munchies show up as a compulsion to eat fatty, salty foods. Even people who follow a healthy eating pattern while sober will be unable to resist the lure of the greasy scent of frying chips or a certain colonel's chicken nuggets in a bucket. Research shows that high-fat foods and alcohol make the same parts of the brain light up. The same circuits are triggered by alcohol and the foods become irresistible when copious amounts of alcohol have been consumed. If you walk along any street where there are bars aplenty, You will find fast food outlets open at all hours to accommodate this compulsion to satiate the grease tooth that heavy drinkers develop after a big night out on the town. Celebrations present challenges to people who struggle with alcohol use disorder and who struggle with overeating. Sometimes overindulgence happens during the event. Many people, especially heavy drinkers or overeaters themselves, will dismiss minimize or even encourage this overindulgence these are not people who have our best interests at heart perhaps with the best of intentions they are facilitating habits that are undermining our physical and emotional health many people who feel compelled to eat or drink too much worry about special events the type of events at which food and or alcohol is at the center of the celebration they might white knuckle it enduring the event with a tight hold on their natural inclination to eat everything in sight or drink the bar dry. Once they can leave, they return home and the floodgates are opened. They stuff down all the food in the house or sit up dining all the drinks they craved at the party. The substance might be different, but the behaviour is the same. A key similarity in the behaviour and motivations of people who binge on food and those who misuse alcohol is secrecy. The person who overeats might hide wrappers or grocery receipts. The person who drinks too much might hide their bottles and go to extreme lengths to dispose of the empties. One woman I knew dug holes in her garden to hide her full bottles. The only problem was she forgot where she'd buried them, and years later after getting sober, she would come across her hidden treasure with a rueful smile. In both cases, whether it's overeating or over-drinking, the root of the secrecy is shame and fear of social censure. You might have heard the phrase, you are only as sick as your secrets. This secrecy erodes a healthy self-image and drives us down further. For some larger-than-life personalities who form their self-image on being a big drinker and or a big eater, celebrations are a way to come into the limelight. Their lack of restraint is attractive to others who were jollied along by their bonhomie. These characters would scoff at the idea of feeling shame and put two fingers up to anyone who tries to tell them what to do. Good for them, I would say. However, in my experience, when you scratch the surface, many of these larger-than-life characters will relate feelings that belie their outward appearance. Many are not happy with their behaviour, appearance or health. So what you see on the outside can be deceptive. So whether you view yourself as a heavy drinker or a binge eater, you may well have experienced times when both issues have come together in a toxic mix of too much food and too much alcohol. Of course, the physical toll this takes is significant, but perhaps the emotional impact is more destructive. Feeling out of control, whether it is with food or drink, degrades our feelings of self-esteem and self-respect. We can become fearful around food or certain foods and or alcohol. We fear losing control. We fear the consequences of overindulging in food and alcohol, the weight gain and the social judgments. We might even start to lie about how much we spend on food and drink We might hide the wrappers or the bottles. We hate ourselves for being deceptive but fear people finding out about our guilty secret. Most problems with food and alcohol have similar roots. The roots are usually buried deep in feelings of lack, low self-worth and a cold hollow ache that food or drink seems to soothe for a short while. Many heavy drinkers and binge eaters report feelings of depression, anxiety and trauma. Both drinkers and binge eaters seek release. This release takes the form of overindulging in the substance that has presented itself as a solution. This could be food or drink or both. The consequences of the solution of overindulgence are negative and I've named many of them already. For people who eat or drink too much to soothe internal pain, numb feelings of shame, lack of self-worth Or feel unloved, the solutions are similar. The solutions are not about the grim application of willpower or just finding the right diet. The solutions involve finding ways to soothe and treat the pain that has caused the compulsive behaviour. The solution is about finding ways to heal the hole in the soul that so many people report who have these issues. But that is a whole other episode. Until next week. Thanks so much for being here. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.